0: Hey everybody, welcome to O Jeremiah Talks, the podcast where an indie folk band has gupples therapy in real time. Uh, that is not really what happens, but that's what it feels like a lot of the time. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know that we have a uh, Facebook Live stream coming up. And we're going to be playing a new song, we're going to be doing a cover, we're going to be doing just a whole set of our music. And it's going to be on January 21st. And I got all this camera gear and just, we're looking forward to doing more of that this year. So put it in your calendars. We would love to sing in front of your computer then, January 21st. Also, uh, if you want to support us to the highest level, this is how you do it. You go to Patreon and you go to OJeremiah. You go patreon.com slash OJeremiah and you become a Patreon subscriber. There is a podcast one and there's a music one. Our music one is, you know, exclusive content, um, like our literally our new single that we haven't even announced is available on Patreon. And we're releasing uh, demos of new songs. It's just kind of like the best way to be in, in cahoots with us. And then there's a Patreon um, podcast uh, tier where you can get exclusive, like, conversations. Aaron does a food diary on it. It's all happening on Patreon. That's all I'm trying to say. And I promise it is the most helpful way to support us through a pandemic. I promise. Anyway, this episode, we are talking about Pixar's new movie, Soul. And it is directed by the same guy that did Up and he did Inside Out. And it is just wonderful. Tina Fey is extremely good in it. Jamie Foxx is always bulletproof. And it's just a great time. And it made me feel a lot of things, and it prompted me to like do some inward uh, soul-searching, which is that's how you know it's a good movie. And then we also talk about the fact that I have to go to Texas this week, and we talk through what it's going to look like for me to go through the air in a pandemic. It's a really fun episode, I promise. So, uh, all right, well, let's get down to it. Oh, Jeremiah Talks. Let's go. I wanted to be you talking on the intro. I know we can get together. Yeah. Sunday recording. Well, so we don't usually record our podcast on Sunday, right? We try to keep them as topical as possible before they go out. But this well, week, Monday's
1: just like a good day to record for us. Yeah. And Sundays are for rest. Like I like to leave. Saturday, I like to, like, prepare for the week and that, like, I'm cleaning. I'm getting everything, like, organized for the week. Sunday, I determine what my schedule looks like, and so it's very weird to be recording a podcast because I also—Sunday is the only day of the week where I don't make our bed because I, like, get it to be an invitation to um, nap if I want to. But it's also a, a physical reminder of, like, hey, you can just, like, relax today.
0: Making the bed is is the thing you do— that I understand the least, because no one's in there.
1: I know, but to me, it signifies. It's like a, it's, it's part of my routine because it's like okay, I wake up, I drink a glass of water, and then I, I can't. Yeah, I, then I have. <laughs> that's the end of your routine. <laughs> that's the end of my routine. I have coffee, and then I go and I make the bed because that's like my. Okay, today's getting started. And it's after I've had like some silence to myself and it's like, okay, I'm going to get some stuff done today. Like today is like a, quote, work day, whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But I'm going to wreck that bed as soon as I No, I know. But it also.
1: No. I mean, but do you see the significance of it?
0: Yeah, I guess so. I I just don't understand. it. I see it, but I don't understand it. It's It's routine for me now. Yeah. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie. Like I see it. But I have no idea what just happened to me. Making the bed
1: like a Christopher Nolan movie. But yeah, uh,
0: Sunday is the only day of the week that I feel that I give myself permission to rest.
1: But you don't really rest. My
0: rule is, if Chick Fil A is closed, I can't work. Like that's just. But
1: you're still. What did you do today?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, so the thing is, well,
1: today's unusual because we're podcasting. Yeah, because you're going out of town.
0: Because I'm going out of town, but. I my weekends are spent recording now. So I don't like I look forward to Friday and Saturday because there's no way we can like go to a bar or whatever. So I'm staying in and I'm recording. Yeah. And I also can't get over how many times you're going to clean the bathroom. Like you just you just tear it up on Saturdays now.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but like the bathroom has to be clean. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I'm more of a, I'm going to clean it as I go, fella.
1: No, you're going to clean it when it gets visibly something wrong.
0: Yes, like if I'm in the bathroom and there are footprints in the tub, yeah, can it's I also, time to clean the tub.
1: It probably was a little early to like do like a full deep clean of the bathroom like I did. I agree. But can I tell you why I did it? I'm uh, trying to look for reasons to be excited that you're going out of town. Mm. And if I have a super fresh bathroom, whenever you, you go it. out of town, that means that it's going to stay fresher longer.
0: Yeah, and we've had a debacle with our bathroom the past two months.
1: They put more caulk in it, and it's just like hard to clean anything in the tub now because yeah. it's just like white smudges everywhere. If
0: you've been following the fiasco on the internet, we, uh, we, our downstairs neighbor keeps reporting that our shower is leaking, and she's legitimately afraid we're going to fall from our bathroom into her bathroom. I am too.
1: This, she said the ceiling like bubbles up. That's yeah. terrifying.
0: It's terrifying. But, uh, they brought out the big guns, uh, the, a, a An actual company and not just these uh, apartment workers came. And
1: these guys are like really nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, I would like to get the, do you, oh, wait, tell me how you're feeling. I have a feeling we're going to talk about you being sad on this episode. On this
1: episode, yeah.
0: Uh, but do you want to hold that for whenever we get to it later?
1: Yeah, sure, because that's kind of do- part of the episode, yeah. because we're leading into, like, what this week is going to be for me. Okay, so okay.
0: let's talk about... You going? Oh, do you want to go ahead and talk about it? Okay, so after pandemic, whenever all the musicians lost their way to make money, we kind of all started figuring out how we were going to make ends meet, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I work for um, a company here in Athens, and I have to take a work trip this week.
1: It was part-time, but then with pandemic life, like, you were able to take on some more. Yeah, they were—it was was legitimately,
0: like, one of those things that happened where if I—I couldn't even plot those coordinates on a map of how I ended up here. Yeah. Like, I remember I was—speaking of Chick-fil-A, I was in a Chick-fil-A parking lot when my boss— of my then part-time job called me and he said, hey, man, my brother is a musician in Austin, so I know you have nothing going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, while this is happening, would you want to just work here full-time? And it was like the nicest offer anyone did. Yeah. And so I, t- so I took him up on it because at the time we all thought this was going to last six months. Here we are 10 months in, whatever. But so I- I've been enjoying the process of like having a place to go every day. Having uh, something to look forward to on the weekends its music and just kind of, like, b- not feeling down on myself because you're the one that pointed out if all I had to do today was keep recording, knowing that, like, there's no outlet for this for us, I think I would have gone insane. So it's nice yeah. to be able to go to an office and, like, try to, you know, work a different part of my brain. And it's also a completely a different... A very different part of your a brain. A very different part of my brain. I'm, like, building plasma tables and stuff. But... It's also helped me with. Uh, I'm not very mechanical in any way, but this has helped me a ton. Like mm-hmm. I literally built an outdoor kitchen yeah. this week.
1: Like I wouldn't really. I would have never called you like a Mister Fix It, and yeah. that's fine. I. That's just. But I think you're kind of like learning what that looks like. Yeah,
0: like I actually know like that. You know, I don't. I didn't even know what drills. How drills worked before I started this company, but well, well, yeah like it's been it's been a really weird uh
1: like when I broke the kitchen table, you were like, let me fix it,
0: yeah, and <laughs> that's been a really great thing, but I've got to go to Texas next week, and with the pandemic, I had a mini panic attack about it, like just i've been I've been struggling with anger towards the pandemic, struggling with I feel like...
1: What's not fair about it?
0: Yeah. I feel like we were the first ones that lost our jobs. And we were the first ones that people said, there's no way that's coming back for a really, really long time. And hardly anyone has offered us any help. And that the same people that are saying you have to close your doors are the same ones not offering to help keep venues open. And I found myself like super angry about it. And this job comes up and I... Take on this, like, I'm, I'm going to succeed in spite of you, even if I have to like build the new way kind of thing, whatever. And then they say, Hey, you got to fly to Dallas. And I don't know if it's because I'm like mad at the pandemic. Cause I'm, I'm definitely at like the anger stage in my grief. I've just been like, I'm just so, this is so unfair. I'm I'm looking forward to, like, overcoming flying in the pandemic and mm-hmm. traveling in the pandemic because before, there's no way I would have done it.
1: Yeah, I know. One, well, I think the thing that sucks also is that, like, we had plans to go to London last year for just, like, a fun vacation for us. And then also the only other times that we fly is for shows. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, man, I haven't flown in a little while and... It's going to be because of this job instead of like going to a show. Yeah, but you are flying first class for the very first, first time. First time flying first class, and I'm I can't very wait to hear that. what that's going to be like.
0: And I, I don't think it's going to be anything like spectacular. It's just going to be like, oh, I they do. sat me down first, and my chair was a little bit wider or whatever. Yeah, but I'm I'm reading a book right now that I'm very excited to read on the plane. That's something that I'm looking forward to a lot. It's yeah, co- let's
1: talk about what we're looking forward to in individually yes. in this adventure.
0: I'm looking forward to. The company is paying for my meals, which means that my company is about to keep Torchy's Tacos in business. Yeah. Because your boy is going out there and he's going to get that trashy trailer park, that Topo Chico, and that queso. Said it. Yes. So that's definitely happening. Uh, And I've got a list of like five coffee shops that I want to hit while I'm in town. Mm -hmm. Because Dallas is so big and like sprawling. And I just, they're, they're renting me a car, which is cool, but. I want to tr- I want to drive as little as possible because it's so big there. Okay, but
1: well, and you're going to be kind of swamped. I am glad that so the place you have to go to is correct me. It's like it's open from seven thirty to three thirty.
0: Yeah, so then I'm I'm done after so that. You,
1: so you're done. So you're packing your guitar.
0: I'm bringing my guitar. Okay. Yes, I'm bringing my guitar, and I've been in the best season of riding that I've had. In a really long time.
1: So instead of, here's the thing, your hours are a lot different than they are home. But I just got to adjust. At home, you go into the office from 10 to 2. So now it's, and you do songwriting in the morning. So now it sounds like you're going to have to do songwriting in the afternoon, evening. No,
0: I I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to wake up even earlier. Oh my goodness, because I'm Because I, my most creative is before the sun comes up. And it's Mm -hmm. because I will, I will leave the bed. Here's my morning routine. Since you talk about making the bed, I wake up.
1: Make the bed messier. I've started going.
0: I've, <laughs> I've started going to sleep with my phone in the other room. We've been using the Google Home as my alarm clock.
1: How has that been for you?
0: It's been really great because I've realized the chances of me getting a text that's an emergency that I need to know at 3 a.m. are yeah. slim to none. Yeah, slim to none. And anytime anyone emails me, I feel the need to check it immediately. This takes that out of the equation because there are very few emails that need to be answered immediately.
1: I 100% agreed.
0: Yes. But I know for me, if the email is there, I have to answer it. So if I keep my email in the other room, I don't feel that pressure. So I wake up, I walk in the other room, I have a journal that your sister gave me for Christmas and I write how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking about, and I don't look at my phone. Is it kind
1: of a brain dump?
0: It's a brain like dump. Like, you don't
1: really have a mission. You're just like, I'm just going to start writing.
0: Yes. Okay. And the fr- the probably four days of the five work day week, whatever, of last week, I woke up with a song idea already. Like I woke up, was like, oh, I need to write this idea down. As soon
1: as you woke up? As soon
0: as I woke up. Oh, that's that's how I know I'm in a really good spot.
1: What do you, do? and you know what is unfair, but also like good for you? You always have, like, exciting dreams. Like, rarely do you have one that's, like, annoying and yes. sad. Yes. I have so many <clears throat> sad dreams. When
0: you t- when I tell you the dream I had where we go to a movie theater and uh, we found out that Taylor Swift is sitting beside us and she says, we got to blow this movie theater. There's a way better one down the street. Yeah. So we go with Taylor Swift to that movie theater. Yeah. And I tell you that dream like, oh, this is a great story. And you're like, oh, yeah, everyone I know died in my dream. Yeah. That's what you always yeah,
1: do. I have really, it's annoying. So anyways, I'm glad to hear that the phone thing is, is working for I, you.
0: I recommend it for anyone that struggles with that because I legitimately am, I don't believe in writer's block. Like it's this magical thing that creeps into your brain and like shuts you down. It is definitely a thing created by bad behavior. So if I can't write, it's probably because I'm checking my phone too much. It's probably because like I've gotten to that place where I'm semi-addicted to watching The Office reruns, and I can't have any silence in the apartment.
1: Well, would you still say that to your old self before the postmodern EP?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. You think that's what was going on? I think that's what was going on because, like, you can. It's I feel like we give the muse too much, like the creative muse, too much credit. Like a lot of it comes for am I setting myself up to create, and now that I've been like making like inviting the muse or whatever like i don't want to sound all hippy dippy but it's like legitimately that's what i'm doing like i'm waking up i'm preparing the table for this thing to come in and create with me whereas before i didn't even make space for that i was just mad that it wasn't happening naturally sure so i'm i'm creating that space in my brain well i I, usually what i do i wake up at like 6 a.m that's usually my thing I'll go six. Uh, I already have the coffee pot made. I press coffee. Through the pandemic, <laughs> we have... Uh, we've talked about this. Have we talked about that? We the, got a coffee pot. We got a coffee pot, but we're straight Starbucks now. Have we talked about that?
1: Yeah, what happened to us?
0: We're drinking more coffee. I'm. I, another update. I am at 80% decaf now. I know. That's amazing.
1: I think I am too, just by accident with you. Yeah, so I'm also definitely the no cutting drinking, back. we've been... So we, it's only been 10 days, but because we take off, what, six weeks at the beginning of each new year, Yeah, I already can tell that I'm sleeping better.
0: Yeah, same. I'm not waking up as much. But so then I go in there, I start writing. I, I start writing like a page of just like how I'm feeling. I could pick up my guitar and then I write until either 6.45 or 7.30, depending on which day of the week it is, because that's when I work out uh-huh. on the internet. And then after that, I write until I have to go to work. And then I come back and I start recording. Yeah. And that's like my day of creativity and not creativity, you know. So
1: you have a good day set up.
0: It's a good day set up. But so I'm breaking all that when I go to Dallas. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I miss traveling so much that I wanna even if it's like a cruddy work trip, which it's gonna be, like I love the idea of bouncing around on an airplane and then landing getting food i don't usually get to get and that yeah, kind that's of thing it's gonna be really fun yeah
1: i um i feel like i'm gonna eat some stuff for dinner that you typically wouldn't want for dinner
0: yeah pizza i don't really <laughs> like pizza i mean i don't it's not that i don't like pizza it's just that like could you just eat thai while i'm gone sure i don't like food no no this is not a comment on pizza I like pizza. I don't know why I said I didn't like pizza. I just never crave pizza.
1: I, and also, I think you said it because I crave pizza a lot.
0: You crave pizza all the time. <laughs> a lot. But you also crave Thai food. Oh, and oh. I don't like any food that is in between wet and dry. Okay.
1: Yeah. We, yeah. It's okay.
0: And I just like either be solid or be liquid. Yeah. Don't be both. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. So I'm worried about leaving because every time I leave, you get very sad.
1: The thing is, is that I get sad leading up to it. But whenever it's actually happening, I'm totally fine. I don't know if
0: that's offensive or helpful. (laughs) I don't know.
1: Well, it just, I think it triggers like me dealing with um, the fear of losing you because I've like done, I'm in such a better spot with that. But like. Also, we never have to deal with you going out of town and me staying home. Yeah. That hasn't
0: happened since, like, the early days of touring.
1: Yeah. So when this happens, it's a trigger for me, just naturally.
0: Yeah. And it reminds you of that time I went to Denver or, you know.
1: Whenever I was, like, at a really low point. So I am really thankful that your work is uh, paying for you to take a shuttle to Atlanta because – so now I don't have to drive you to the airport. Yeah. Which is great. That's, like – that's so great. That takes a lot of stress off of me, and I, it saves me some t- a lot of time. Yeah. And I have, like—I feel like I have a lot going on in the three days that you're gone. Um, the nights are going to be hard. Yeah. Because I'm going to, like, eat dinner and have, like, a good time and watch TV, but then I'm going to be like— this is gonna be
0: sad remember you're gonna start your weird uh britishy i'm starting bridgerton bridgerton i don't know
1: i'm starting that this week and i'm probably finishing it this week
0: yes you will probably finish it like (laughs) on night two
1: exactly yeah so that's what i'm doing if anyone has any recommendation, no it'll be the last night i guess you could still send me a recommendation because i'll be in dallas
0: when this goes up yeah yeah
1: wednesday and then you get back thursday night so the thing is, is like, it's anticipating saying bye. And the more I'm around my family, the more I realize that we're just kind of like that. Yes. My Y'all, niece is always like, what day are you leaving? What time?
0: Yes. <laughs> and then your mom does this thing where every time we go to leave... She plans. She starts planning the next time we're going to see each other. I know. And I'm like, we ju- we're we just now leaving. She's like, well, I'm coming up in two weeks. And I'm like, right, we, right, ju- right. we haven't even left yet.
1: But with us, it's different, right? Because I'm used to having you 24-7.
0: Yeah. And I told you that... Uh, as you were uh, getting emotional a couple hours ago, I thought that it would. I th- did think I it- today
1: too. Yeah, yeah, it's happened like every day. It happens
0: every day, and I don't mind it one bit. Really? I don't know. I used to mind it a lot because it. I whenever I was younger and more selfish, I would think you're making, uh, you're taking away the fun out of it, Aww. which is a which is not fair. You know, yeah. like I'm the one that gets to go get torchies, and you're here at home.
1: Yeah, because like the one that's like traveling is always the one having that's going to have the easier time because my life looks the same just like without you in it. So yeah. it's just kind of annoying.
0: But I'm going to miss the, the bejesus out of you. Mm-hmm. Like it's and I'm it's I know that it's just such a bummer that it's a pandemic because the things I'm looking forward to are riding in a hotel room, mm-hmm. reading my book and then
1: <laughs> you're you're. uh activities your hobbies have like greatly changed since the pandemic you know yeah it's kind of sad but also it's okay
0: yeah but so anyway i'm i'm
1: excited oh sorry no no go ahead were you i i I was just gonna share like you talked about what you're excited about so i was gonna talk about what i was excited about go ahead i'm gonna go to trader joe's the day that you leave
0: that is heaven on earth for you that
1: sounds like a great idea for
0: me um every time i walk into a trader joe's i i say out loud this is so overhyped. <laughs>
1: I know. Oh my goodness.
0: Because you make it sound like I don't know. You make it sound like it's like a trampoline like the world of trampolines or whatever those things are. Well, like the a trampoline thing is, park.
1: Is I love grocery shopping.
0: And I love you for that.
1: I love it so much. So here's my thing. I'm going to go to Trader Joe's this week. I'm also going to go to Earth Fair. And then I'm also I do gonna, like Earth Fair. I'm going shopping for your birthday present, which I'm excited about. Okay. And uh, what else? I'll probably do like a little spa night. I'm excited to watch Bridgerton because I know I'm going to love that. Sorry if this is insulting, but I'm excited that our apartment is going to stay clean for a few days. I
0: can't help it. <laughs> without I me a, doing I anything. am a walking tornado no, of a I person. No, I
1: know. I know. And I, and I like, you know, it reminds me of the days of whenever I used to live alone and I would just, it would never get messy because I was in control of it.
0: What if you enjoy it so much that like, I'm not even welcome here. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, actually, no, I'm going to walk back in. You're like, okay, there's the rules of the house. Get out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I ruined a surprise and I'm really sorry, but it made me look forward to something is I told you that I was like, I was like, I'm going to go to Trader Joe's and get the biggest, like get so many flowers. To, like, celebrate and, like, have in the home. Because that's, like, if you want a mood lifter, whoa, get yourself some flowers, okay? And then you were like, ugh, you ruined my surprise. Well, also
0: that you probably didn't ruin my surprise hearing you say it now because I thought you were saying, while we're out, because we went to Target yesterday, while we're out, I'm going to get flowers. That's what I thought you were saying. No. So I thought I had to tell you, hey, don't get flowers. Oh, crap. Yeah, but I mean, so that's okay.
1: When are you scheduling them for?
0: What does that matter?
1: Oh, good. Don't tell me.
0: Yeah. What do you? What? Then why did you ask?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, calm down. Yeah. It's okay. Sorry. I thought it was already ruined, so I was. No, no.
0: What I meant there's was. There's still an
1: element of surprise.
0: Yeah. What I meant was yesterday when we went to Target. It's, you thought
1: I was going to do it then. Yeah. That's not what I was doing. Got it. Um, I've rearranged the apartment, and I'm going to continue to rearrange a little bit of a few things, and that excites me. Uh, what else I've made it a goal to to try three different recipes, new recipes a week or post three recipes a week, and I'm excited for that. I have like one that I know for certain I'm doing, and then the others just kind of happen on their own, which is even more fun. yeah uh I did learn last week, just talking about like the new year and like different changes. I thought that it would make my life easier and more organized with my like cooking endeavors to schedule or to have a plan for dinner every single night of the week, like know what I'm making. I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. You don't like because it. Because there's not room for a ton of creativity in that for me. Love that. Some people like that and can do it creatively, but I like to just be like, you know what I want right now? This. Let me see if I can make a fun version of this. Yeah. And so I think that's what I'm going to do. I love that. Um. Yeah. I'm going to go for lots of walks. Yeah. I I was going to try to go to – because my biggest thing, because I'm, like, have this weird thing with flying because of my mom's story a few years ago.
0: Yeah. Um, Your mom had a very dramatic event that she walked away from, and it was fine. Oh, yeah. But it was very scary, like, tra- traumatizing.
1: Yeah. Just, to, just like, a quick summary. I, got, I was in the middle of teaching a violin lesson, and I get a text from my mom to me and my sister that basically says – it. she was, like, I just wanted to tell y'all that I love you so much. Uh I don't think the I don't think we're gonna land it looks like an engine like an engine blew, and it looks like the other one's not gonna make it, and I don't think this plane is gonna land and I know where I'm going, love y'all, oh my goodness, yeah,, Whew. so um but then turns out the plane did land, and my mom's okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but all that to say, anytime I get on a plane, I think of that,
0: yeah, and we've also talked to a pilot since then, and he well, was like that pilot announced that an engine blew mm-hmm. like. You have two. That was so dramatic. Yeah, the
1: whole it was in the news. Like the whole, um, all of the passengers were panicked. Even the flight attendants were sending out. They were walking around with like wet rags or something to cover their noses for the smoke, mm. and like, ev- I mean, her pat the pa- the person next to her literally got out her ID, and put it in her pocket, her front pocket, so that they could identify her body.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. That's trauma in real time, for sure. Just so
1: intense. And so all that to say, I wasn't even on, but that, um, anything to, if I'm flying, if someone I know is flying, I'd kind of freak out about it. So I, all that to say, I wanted to book a yoga class for whenever your plane took off, but I, I don't know. I'll figure something out.
0: Well, I, it's funny because I posted on social media that, Hey, I'm flying. Do you have any advice? And I would say probably 60% of the people were like, don't do it, don't do it. You're going to die before (laughs) it even lands, whatever. And it made me think like, I wonder what the statistics are. Like, do more people die a year in a plane crash or people my age die of the coronavirus? Like it, it both are terrifying, but like, it, it just seems like, well, for one, that's not helpful advice because I have to fly. Um, but it's just, it's really funny that that was like the overwhelming, uh, response from everybody.
1: Are you going to, like, quarantine whenever you get back?
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because, I mean, and everyone I've talked to, so some of the advice from the, the Instagram post that I did, all of them said... Dude, Delta is crushing it. Try to get a flight with Delta. And that's who I'm flying with. Yeah. Like, they've upgraded all their ventilation systems. They're, like, spacing people out really well. Blah, 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 blah. Like, and all of them literally named Delta by name. Because in Atlanta, it's, like, mostly Delta, I think. But it, it was just, that was encouraging to know that, like. And, and I have a feeling, knowing me, that I'm going to get there and be like, wow, this is so overhyped. But because you don't know it until you go, until you're there. Because, like. Right now, picturing flying is terrifying. Because of COVID? Yeah, because of COVID. And it used to be terrifying to picture yourself going to a grocery store. And now you're like, I go to the grocery store like every other day. Like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. So uh, it's just, you know, I have to do it. The other option is driving 12 hours. And that's probably even more dangerous. Like, is it more dangerous? To drive twelve hours or to fly during a pandemic, I don't know. Like well, who even knows? Who even knows? I know, like hard. just we, I, give me some grace. I'm try. I'm trying my best. I don't like. I don't want to go. I'd rather stay here with you and noodles. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Texas, while you're listening to this, I am probably eating torches, Torchies. Mm-hmm. torches, 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 torches. <laughs> uh, and I'm
1: probably eating mac and cheese.
0: I love that. Okay, do you want to talk about the new Pixar movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around and pull it down. Hey, that's pretty good idea. So this movie was the closest to therapy I've ever come. The new Pixar movie, Soul. Wow. It has Jamie Foxx. It has Tina Fey.
1: Who I think was the star of the movie.
0: Tina Fey was amazing. And we're big Tina fans anyway. Yeah, but I've that loved really... Tina since she hosted Weekend Update with SNL. I've
1: always liked her. That movie made me, like, really... And
0: it's hard. And it's really hard to picture someone crushing voice acting.
1: But she crushed it. She crushed
0: it. She was so good.
1: Yeah, she was very good for that. She
0: made moments memorable that were, like, the dialogue was, like, only okay or whatever. She was so good. Yeah, I don't know how she did it so well. But, so, it's the same uh, director that directed Inside Out. I think his name's Pete Docter. I think that's what it is. Um, He directed Inside Out and he directed Up. Which are two of the most, like, jaw-dropping Pixar movies to me. And
1: I would say emotionally charged. (laughs) Yes.
0: So the big criticism of this movie is that it's, like, not even close to a kid's movie. whereas Oh, really? Yeah. Because it's, like, I think Pixar's, like, secret is that, like, if we make the characters look cute, we can get away with it being a kid's movie.
1: Yeah.
0: But this movie literally Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the soundtrack. And it's, like, they have no business doing kid's movies. They're, like, the most edgy, like... Program like, um,
1: yeah, but I guess the only way you can get these stories told is animated because I'm thinking of the first 15 minutes of Up and like, whoa,
0: yeah. And I, th-
1: I, th- and Inside th- Out is very,
0: Inside Out adult. Is, is very adult. I think I, th- there was, um, The Good Dinosaur, which I never saw, was like the most kid movie from Pixar. And I think that was like, a, hey, we need to make a kid's movie. And now they're back to like, okay, we need to make every adult cry. Because the whole movie, the premise of the movie is, how do you live your life to the fullest potential? And when you get to the end, how will you know it was worth it? Or how do you know you did enough?
1: Yeah, or like is, I guess it talks a lot about purpose, right?
0: It talks a lot about purpose. And that is something for me, since I was a kid, that was something I valued so much because I knew what my purpose quote purpose was or since a i was passion. 11 yes yeah. like i always thought that i was 10 steps ahead in the race because i already knew what i was destined to do and it's just that led most of my decisions as a kid and watching the movie it makes you realize that like i missed out on so much because I was so narrow-minded as to what the journey was. Because
1: your passion became, like, an obsession.
0: It became an obsession. It became a religion mm-hmm. to the point where, like, m- anytime time music start, stops being fun and it starts breaking my heart, it's my fault. It's never anyone else's fault, mm-hmm. you know? It's because I'm the one that got obsessed with it. I, my expectations were wrong. And I just—no one ever gave me— The the lesson and because we we both went to the school of music, it was always you got to work hard. You got to like you got to hustle until your eyes bleed, like just get out there. Mm -hmm. But no one ever said like, hey, like you're going to burn out if you do that. Like Mm -hmm. Give it practice, healthy routines, like get enough sleep, um, have like do more play. Like I love whenever I listen to The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown and she talked about play. It's It was so foreign to me because as musicians, as artists, we have this like weird notebook where we jot down all of the inspirational things that we do that like that like power our creativity. But we never think like, oh, I'm just going to go to this movie because it looks like I'm going to have fun. It has to be like a a movie that like inspires me or whatever, you know. I and feel like
1: I'm pretty decent at play.
0: I think. Oh, yeah. You've always been good at it. Yeah. Like. The idea of just going for a walk with no headphones sounds miserable to me. But you're just out there, and I'm like, it's been two hours. Where did she go? (laughs) You do that. I know. You do that. Mm. But I think this movie does a really good job going—it has two characters. One is you got to hustle till you die, and then the other character is I have no direction. And I think that I've been striving for the middle of that my whole life— but no one ever showed me that that could exist.
1: Well, the main character, not only, like, hustle until you can't anymore. It was also, I won't be happy until I get to this point in my career.
0: Yes. Yes. And then he gets to the point in his career. And
1: then he realizes, like, he gets to it and he's like, what it, is this really what it's like? And she's yeah. like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Same thing. And it's like, "That's that's it?
0: Yeah. My favorite quote in the whole movie was... Uh, whenever she tells him at that moment about, and I don't know if that's a spoiler or not because we're being as vague as we can possibly be, but the, no, I don't, I, well, I'll say it anyway. If you want to, if you don't want to spoil it, fast forward two minutes or something. But, uh, whenever she tells him the story about the fish that just wants to get into the ocean and then the other fish says, you're in the ocean. She goes, this ain't the ocean. This here's water. And I just, that like wrecked me. What does that mean to you? It, it means to me like, You had it the whole time. Like, you've been here the whole time. You just had an idea that this was going to be something else.
1: And the music, whenever he is playing piano by himself, oh my goodness, that made me cry so hard. Yeah.
0: Pixar does a great job making me feel safe to cry because I'd never feel that way in a movie. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because it's... They also do a great job putting actors in the movie that make me feel like old friends. Like I've loved Jamie Foxx my whole life. Like I think he's great. And him being the one going through it, you're just like, Jamie, I just need to what do you need, bud? Like it just I also
1: another thing I really enjoyed about this is that any preview I've ever seen didn't spoil it. At all. Because I did not I was very surprised whenever it took the turn. And I was like, wait, what? There yeah. this is what's happening?
0: It is the trippiest Pixar movie to me. Is Monkey. Yeah, because it, it's Trent Reznor.
1: Some of the more just melodic piano stuff I really enjoyed. And I respect the other stuff. Like, talk about interesting, kind of like a Glasper, interesting stuff. Yeah. But um, just, I guess it was just so shocking to me.
0: No, I, I 100% get that. It took me out of it sometimes. Yeah, same. And
1: But then again, it made sense. Yeah,
0: and also, like, there's this kind of like inside out there's like this other dimension so there's like earth and there's this like foreign plane that they reside on and the characters on the foreign plane are just like so trippy
1: yeah they're super weird especially super weird. the one the detective one that's like yeah
0: looking like, through
1: the file cabinet
0: it's definitely like a new like de- like a new world for pixar to like go and do stuff like that which i loved um, yeah that
1: was an interesting creative choice yeah. And you knew, man, the writing that went into that was really impressive to me.
0: Yeah. So the things I got out of that movie that I'll carry with me forever, just like Inside Out. If if I hear the theme song to Inside Out, I'll start crying.
1: I know, it's so good.
0: Immediately. But and uh, uh, Inside Out is not only my favorite Pixar movie, it's like my top five movies of all time.
1: I would yeah it's in my top 10. I don't know my numbers, but I know it's in my top 10.
0: Well, directly under it in my Pixar films, this would probably be like number 3 mm-hmm. if I had to say. Mm-hmm. But I, the thing's I'll take from it would be the fact that I don't have to make an excuse to enjoy myself because yeah, l- legitimately when I decided I'm going to pursue music, I had mentors that would tell me like, "Well, nothing can stop you. The world is your oyster. Like you just yeah. got to conquer it." And I, I can see how they that's good advice but I can also see that that's like troubling if I took it to heart and I did. Yeah. Like I I got like megalomaniac about it.
1: Part of me wants to watch it again because I I think I relate more to Tina Fey's character than I'm willing to like admit. Mm. And but I like the thing about just enjoying the little things. Like, I think I'm already really good at that, Yeah. but I've never seen it through that lens of like, Hey, you bring purpose to the world in how you view the world.
0: Yeah. I totally get that because everyone, everyone that we know, not everyone that's dramatic. Uh, A lot of people that we know that love the Enneagram assume you're a four. I was
1: just thinking that. Yeah.
0: And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you just like see beauty in a way that Mm -hmm. like is I think it has a, to do
1: with my hypersensitivity too.
0: Yeah, but I think that you do a great job of like crying because you're overwhelmed with beauty or whatever. Yeah,
1: it it the the difference is like where I know I'm a nine is that or I identify as a nine is that like, um finding uniqueness and beauty like is isn't what motivates a lot of my decisions and. You know, I, Yeah, I feel misunderstood a decent amount, but, I mean, who doesn't? But yeah, definitely, like, keeping the peace and, like, feeling as an environment is how I know I'm a nine. If We never talked about this. Over Christmas, do you remember whenever we—just um, a quick Enneagram sidebar—do you remember whenever we were playing Fishbowl and I was organizing it? Yes. One of my aunts said, why does it feel tense? Yeah. and no,
0: I we, we did talk about I kn- this. I thought this was really interesting.
1: Oh, I knew I was tense. Because and- I didn't want to play the game, but I could tell they wanted me to rally because it was my last night at home, and all my cousins were, like, so excited to see me. And so I was like, fine, we'll play. And I was, like, irritated because no one would get the game started. So I was like, okay, everyone just, like, sit down. Let me figure this out. And I realized I had control over how that room felt in that moment. Yeah. And I, whenever she said that, but I also realized, like, oh, I because I'm a nine, I don't ever feel like I have permission to be tense or be uncomfortable yeah. because everyone's relying on me to make it feel comfortable yeah. in the same way that people rely on you to make things fun. I feel like people rely on me to make things comfortable and, and like easygoing. Yeah. And I've never been given the space to just like be irritated.
0: Yeah. Was, I, just, I, I love that because yeah. I always feel frustrated when people, if I'm operating at 85%, people are like, what's Jeremiah depressed about? And, like, sometimes I just, like, want to be a little bit melancholy. Yeah. And I just don't have that permission.
1: Totally. And I—on the way to my family, I noticed that, like, you were—we got in an argument about something, and I was, like, trying to make you feel better. And then I was like, ah, you're just—part of you is trying to rush this process for him so that he is 100% whenever he gets to your family. Yeah. And—but I don't—it was selfish, but at the same time it was—I know how my family's going to react to this, and I would— much right. rather than not ask you what's wrong and instead you just like pretend that you're okay. Yes. What a weird Yeah. What a weird dynamic. Yeah, I that yeah, but a a great movie. What do you think the main character is in Agram?
0: Uh I think he would be a three, but that's mainly because I think Jamie Foxx is a three. Oh. Because <laughs> yeah. I heard a uh there's a really amazing Jamie Foxx interview with uh Joe Rogan mm-hmm. from It was like five years ago, probably it won best podcast of the year. It was like Jamie Foxx is an incredible person and there's, there's a piano beside him and he's just like talking. He's like, yeah, Joe, you don't know what it's like to come from LA. And then he just starts singing on this piano. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, cause I'll just be hanging out like, and it's so impressive. That's awesome. But ever since then I was like, my man's either a seven or he's a three, but it's really weird. He looks too good to be a seven to me. I know that that doesn't even make sense, but he is so, like he's put together he's like so a three. put together. Yes.
1: I see what you're saying.
0: Like when I see him, I'm like, my man is just, uh, he's just pin up perfectly.
1: Yeah. we we'll both have like high energy. I, I see. I, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the character in the movie, like the student, like one of his music students, that's like really good at trombone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then um, she has a moment where she's like, doesn't want to take anymore. And she's like, I quit. Yeah. And, but then they realize, like, oh, you're really passionate about that. Like, you you really get lost in this. That, to me, reminded me that just because you have a passion or something that, like, you love in life that you're really after doesn't mean that you don't need affirming in it all the time. It's true. To keep going. And there's you also— You know, like, the people that are, like, the best of the best at, like, singers, artists, you know, like— as humans, we need so much encouragement, yeah. even if we know in our gut that that's the thing we're supposed to be doing. Yes.
0: I'm, and I always feel like I'm so thirsty for you to compliment me around our apartment. You're
1: so thirsty. I know. You're just a little it, cactus walking
0: around. Yeah. But it's just so tough <laughs> because, I, like, especially in producing, I'm so insecure about it. I'll be like, hey, can you come and just compliment this real quick? Yeah. And you'll be like, yeah, babe, it sounds great. And I'm like, you didn't say it good enough. Yeah, you'll be like, that's I'm, not what I want. I'm not proud of it. but I want you to filter the water. There's also another uh, part of the movie that I did not like. I did not like that in the movie it portrayed him becoming a teacher as copping out.
1: Oh, I did yeah, not I never like liked that. that.
0: I did not like that because I know music students that I went to college with that are the most passionate about teaching music. Yeah. Not even playing it, but teaching it. And I didn't like that. There's like a weird, like, no, you're only validated as an artist if you like are broke and you're playing in crappy bars, but like to artists and like all the There's an either
1: or. There's not room for both a lot of the time. But I... I think there should always be room for both in that way.
0: Yes. And I think the movie gets you to where it's both. But... Like him being a teacher, like the the band leader that he was trying to play with, used him being a teacher as a way to like shun him.
1: I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. He, like she
0: called him teacher.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do I do like at the beginning of the movie though they showed you like he was really good at it and he was he, so good at it and he got a lot of joy from showing them the yeah. joys of music.
0: Okay, so what are you super into <laughs> this week?
1: Uh, I was thinking about. You and I talked about this earlier, like, um, what Christmas presents we got that we're, like, still, that we're, like, actually using.
0: I'm wearing mine right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, you are. Your new boots are awesome. Yeah, I think great. Right. Um, but I was just thinking through. So I'm just going to list off a few things that, like, have become part of my, like, a- like I use them all the time. Okay. One is, I don't know if you call it Zoom or Zoom. It's a company that does, like, clean soaps and, like. Um, products like that. My friend Katie introduced me to it. And they haven't been like a lot of like healthy, crunchy grocery stores. They sell their product, but uh, you can also buy it online, whatever. Well, I put on my wish list that I wanted their doggy spray.
0: Oh, yes.
1: And my sister got that for me. And Noodles has low-key become like just a walking air freshener. It's true. Because it just, it's a pretty strong smell, but it's like essential oil based, so it's not, it doesn't feel like it doesn't smell fake to me. It smells like real, right? And like actually clean. So, I because I came home the other night from yoga and I was like, "Oh, what? Oh, that smells really good." And I was like, "Wait, where'd it go?" And then I was like, "Oh, it's on noodles. It's
0: noodles moving."
1: So it's like she's an air freshener. So their doggy mist is awesome because we don't really bathe her a ton. <laughs> um, just full disclosure. And I, my sister also got me these like reusable remo- re- makeup remover wipes. You know, you can get from, like, your local person that does, like, sustainable cloth stuff. Yeah. And um, I really like that. I've been wearing my pajamas a lot that you got me. Yep. been wearing my pajamas from Piper and Scoot that my mom got me a lot.
0: You love pajamas. Yeah. You love them. I love them. You love them.
1: I already went through, like, two candles that I got. Okay. Like, I'm just, like, really going through some stuff from Christmas, which makes it, like, a really productive Christmas haul. Yeah. Which I'm excited about.
0: The thing I'm super into this week. Your boots. Uh, you're
1: you're waving them in the air right now. So. No, no. I'm
0: My knee fell asleep because of the way I was sitting, and I'm trying to stretch it out so I can wake up. Not, are
1: you breaking them in, or why are you wearing them right now?
0: Uh, because they make me feel pretty. I'm wearing my pajama Good. bottoms, a hoodie, and my boots. I just feel pretty. Uh, <laughs> I would say the thing that I'm into is Harry's razors right now. Uh, I saw you
1: got some shave gel. You
0: no, know, I've had that. Like, oh. yeah, I like, I definitely don't know if how long I can. So the reason I say that is because I shaved my beard again, and I went straight razor because it's just sometimes you boy just can't make up his mind. Um, mm-hmm. But it, honestly, like it, it's actually deeper than that. I saw my nephew Lewis, and the reason I got so emotional the first time I held him. Is because and I kept saying it over and over because I couldn't help myself. He just felt like one of us. Like he felt like a Strickland. He looked like a Strickland. He looked like one of us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the thing that I couldn't get over is how much his little face looked like ours. And it made me like proud of my face. And ah, yeah, like it just it you know anytime someone says oh he looks better with a beard that to me feels the same way as saying oh wow you look better with a face mask on and I know uh, that that yeah. is not the same thing yeah but it's almost like and I usually when I shave my beard it's like an act of defiance but this time it's like an act of solidarity because my nephew looks like me and I should be so proud, you're of proud of about it. yeah yeah and, oh, I love that and this was the first time that I felt like you know enough shaving my beard. And it, I, like, I didn't feel like, oh, don't worry, it'll grow back. I'm just like, no, no, I'm just going to keep it like this. Like, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. But um, Harry's has cheap razors that I get on Target. And it's been really nice to uh, to just walk over to Target because I used to do Dollar Shave Club. But the, the post office has been so bad that my razors would just never turn up. Yeah. And I don't know, like, how long I want to be using straight razors on my head and on my face because it's I gotta be hurting somebody somewhere because I'm like chopping my hair off all the time but um, <laughs> it's been a really nice uh, change of pace for me to like look in the mirror and like not like it, it, that feeling is going away where I'm like oh that uh, that guy is different like that's not the same guy that usually looks at me in the mirror Yeah. you know
1: well and to have like the whole nephew experience because I had that with my niece I think too yeah someone like people tell me that sometimes they um like Addie reminds them of me like yeah. we look similar and i'm like oh i would never want her to feel bad for how she looks yeah so like i need to own how i look
0: yeah and whenever yeah. whenever i would have a beard like it i don't know it it feels like people are saying all i hear is mm-hmm. you look better when you cover it up mhm mhm and because like we do not have like the big burly chin and the st- super pronounced jawline or whatever, um, but but uh, I've never been mistaken for a uh, a machismo anyway. So like I'm not like I don't know, but it just it to me it was like a because Lewis is perfect, my nephew. Like I am as well, like in yeah. my own way. You yeah, know what I mean? Good. Because there's not a single thing about him I would change. Why can't I give myself the same courtesy?
1: Yeah. Lately, I've noticed that, like, in videos or uh, I see of myself, whenever I talk and, like, especially make jokes or something, I'll, like, invert my face to look silly Hmm. because I know it will make people laugh. And I realize that, like, oh, I'm doing that for other people. Yeah. And so I'm, like, because I don't think I deserve to be, like, pretty.
0: Yeah. And that hurts my heart to hear you say that because it's just not true. But one of the... Things that we've been talking about recently is how hard pandemic has been on our friendships. Mm -hmm. But a more positive way to look at that is it's been really good for self-care.
1: Oh, we have taken care of ourselves so well. Yes. We've learned how to like like ourselves better. Yes. Because we're not having to worry. Because I'm in my head all the time. And whenever I hang out with someone...
0: You're worried about them.
1: I'm usually worried about them, and I'm or how I'm perceived, and right. and I and I don't really have that anymore to battle. Yeah, it's just me and you. So
0: yeah, so uh, I am into uh, shaving my beard. I said Harry's because that's just the name of my razor, but
1: but you're really into the act of doing. It. I'm
0: actually into the act of shaving my face. That's cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, I love you. This was this was a great time. Love you have fun in Texas uh, have fun in Texas I'll miss uh, <laughs> I'll miss you I will bring you back an old taco what?
1: no no <laughs>